don't usually take sides, but quiet, Winchester. Oh, pony pucks. Don't you knock when you enter a room? Bragg, how did you get in here? That's classified. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077th Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me from across the pond, Meds. Gentlemen. Today we're discussing Season 7, Episode 22, Rally Around the Flag, Boys. It's the 169th episode overall, directed by the wonderful Harry Morgan, written by Mitch Markowitz, originally aired on February 14th, 1979, and the production code is T425. I bid one club. Did you hear that, Pierce? One club? I know what that means. You want to know what I got? Pierce. All right, reading from left to right, I have... Winchester, get a deck and start warming up. I can play from here. Your bid, Mr. Park. One club to me. I bid one. No Trump. Don't they got it. Boy, you got him on the run now, Pierce. Your bid, Swifty. I'm reminded of a story. You probably heard it. The uh, king and queen of this country were playing golf with five clubs. Their son, Jack, remarked how strange it was that they only had two hearts between them. And just then, his sister, Little Ducey, and her dog, Trey, started singing, Four diamonds are a girl's best friend, whereupon the whole family beat her to death and buried her with two spades. Did you get it? Everybody did. Well, I didn't. What do I bid? Two Two clubs. No prompting, please. I bid two clubs. Attention, all personnel. Ambulances on their way. Maintenance crews remove all drugs from the middle of the road. You guys are lucky. We had a grand slam going. We got one coming. Bridge night never fails. Until next week, gentlemen. Same time, different partners. I also have the plot summary. A patient accuses Hawkeye of being a communist sympathizer when he operates on a Korean soldier ahead of an American. As a result, Colonel Flagg attempts to recruit Winchester to spy on Hawkeye. Shrapnel in his thigh, superficial. Doc, could you check on my friend Elberson over there? He's hit bad. Sure, we always take requests. Look at this. He can start his own scrapyard. I'll take him first. Unconscious, pupil fixed, and fairly dilated. No sense wasting time on him. Wait, what? Wait a second. Wait, wait, let me see this. Charles, he shows some pupil reaction. Could be a subdural hematoma. It's worth putting in a burr hole. I'll take him first. Put him ahead of him. Pierce, you can drill until you hit oil. It will do no good. Thanks for the encouragement. Lord, step on it. How dare you contradict me? Hey, hey, hold it. He's a commie. That's North Korean. What's he doing ahead of my buddy? Dying. That person has no right to go into OR first, particularly ahead of one of ours. Charles, when they come in here, the uniforms come off. We can save him if we get him in there right now. What's going on here? That group tries to kill us, and now you're going to save him? Yeah, the whole thing's ridiculous, isn't it? And guest stars in this episode, oh, Edward Winter returns as Colonel Samuel Flagg. Hmm. And then we have Neil Thompson, who plays Corporal Baskell, 
He appeared in 18 episodes of the TV series Prisoner, Cell Block H, playing different characters. Hmm. Aussie. Must be an Aussie uh, program now, because he appeared in Neighbours as well. Oh, so. cool. There you go. Uh, James Cavill plays an MP. He's appeared in seven episodes of MASH. And then we have Jerry Fujikawa, who played Hung Pak. He has 60 credits for Jerry, and he also starred in seven episodes of MASH. And Bob Okazaki plays Dupak. Uh, this is his second and last appearance in MASH. And then, we, of course, we have the wonderful Roy Goldman, who plays Roy Goldman. And Kelly Nakahara returns as Lieutenant Kelly Yamoto. Major. Major. Not funny, whoever you are. Whoever I am is me, Colonel Flagg. Hello. Goodbye. Hold it, Major. Don't make me make you listen to this. Aren't you the tyrant? I've got a proposition. Pierce is hiding something. Find out what it is and name your price. One, you cannot afford my price. And two, what are you talking about? Don't kid with me. I have no sense of humor. You could have fooled me. Now, Pierce is the rottenest apple in this sleazy barrel. I've always thought he was a communist sympathizer, and this business with the North Korean proves it. He's a comm simp or worse. Problem is, I don't have the proof. You're his bunkie. Get it. For a man with no sense of humor, you are awfully funny. Do you believe that I can break your leg with this finger? Strangely enough, I, 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 I do. Bright boy. Uh, Colonel, the very notion of Pierce being a spy, let alone a sympathizer, is absurd. Pierce has a big mouth. He's always butting into other people's business, but that makes him obnoxious, not a spy. Doesn't wash. I'm obnoxious and I'm a spy. Touche. Someone's coming. See who it is. Just a couple of nurses. They appear to be American, shall we tail them? Colonel? Colonel? Undercover. I've checked up on you. Fact. You want out of Korea. Fact. Everybody does. Cooperate with me and I'll get you out. Thank you, Tin Man. I'll get to Tokyo on my own. I meant to Boston. Mas Massachusetts? Fort Devons. Nine to five. Make that 4.30. And then it's home every evening to Wellesley where you still live with your mom and dad and your sister, Honoria. That's Honoria. And how did you know... It's that... my business. In or out? Boston. Well, I guarantee you that Pierce is no spy, but if all you want are a couple of his innocent letters, why not? Winchester, you're a real American. So far. It's a pleasure doing business with you. I'm going to talk to Colonel Potter now about getting you better quarters. All right, let's go ahead and discuss this episode. You want to start us off, Meds? 
Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> well, no. It's a flag episode. Uh, it's, it's a flag episode. Um, there's some nice... I, I do like the storyline of the fact of Hawkeye operating on the North Korean soldier first because this has happened many times in, uh, in not only in MASH, but of course in war scenarios where they, the doctors will pick who needs saving first. Mm-hmm. They? They're doctors, they have a Hippocratic Oath, and their job is to save people. But of course it does... You know, it's bound to rile up other people, especially if your friend is, is also seriously ill. You're going to get annoyed. I think this is really handled really well in the episode. I think the, the guy just goes slightly over the top, but, you know, so so be it. We can have that. Uh, of course, we get bloody flag turns up. Um, ironically, I think this is because, in fact, I think this is the last time we see him. <laughs> um, but I, I actually don't mind him in this episode because I think, I know, again, I know he's going to get a come up. But the fact it's Charles, ah, who's the one taking, who you're gets You're taking over. my notes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, when he's hiding in the bin, and you know that load of you know dumps going to be put on there, um, and Charles going through all the stuff and, and taking notes, uh, you know, and all this kind of stuff. Um, I loved as well that the way that Charles is having to point out the obvious things on the secret map that, that he was finds. A, such a great scene! Yes. <laughs> oh, that was so good. It's a diagram of a camp. Looks like this camp. It looks like this camp. Well, there's a circle around my quarters. Pierce's quarters. Ah, so, a little rendezvous. What's this at the bottom? A circle with two arrows in it. A clock. A clock. Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. Yes, I think I can fit that into my schedule. Not a word about this, you understand? Who? Me? I work for you, remember? Um, and uh, it's another line. It's, it's all Charles for me, is it? Because we better wait to see if MacArthur turns off. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Um, and in his final line, I had to find his weak spot, and I found it right above his neck. Um, <laughs> you know, I think it's because that flag gets, you know, he, he gets his comeuppance in this episode, and it's so well done for that. He's not as irritating as he has been in, in other episodes. But the main story of this, of course, is the fact of having to choose a, a North Korean over American purely for medical terms. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that BJ berates Hawkeye for his attitude, and then, of course, BJ snaps as well. Yeah. Which they, they, they don't re- I mean, I think Hawkeye is perfect and he's right to say what he did um, and I think everybody else would as well and the fact that he's a captain in the army and this guy isn't so he's, an, he's over him anyway so he would get away with being able to say what he does BJ on the other hand I mean he doesn't really do he just stops the fight and pushes him out yeah okay he's on crutches and stuff like that but I think that's a little bit over the top with their, their kind of like feeling sorry for the themselves routine mm. um, that's the only thing that, that does gnar me a little bit in this episode i actually gave this you'll be surprised on this one an eight out of ten nice um even though even though it's a flag episode but it's because of the way it's such wonderful writing and also also let's not forget this the brilliant directing by harry morgan in this yeah. he cracks this as an episode of directing he gets everything right in it yeah um and i think because of uh david ogden stars and harry morgan's contributions to this episode uh it, it ranks it as a as a high one for me i i totally agree i gave it eight out of ten and it's a flag. Oh, you know I hate flag. I mean, he's like, yeah, 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 I despise do, flag. Like, really. I think it was. I think it was only Al who used to. Yeah, enjoy. who used to like him. Yeah. <laughs> no, but but I and I and like I said, you were reading from my notes because I hmm. loved 
flagging this episode because of Charles. I loved his interaction yeah. with them. Every time they had a scene together, it was amazing. Charles was always one step ahead of him, but he didn't play it off that way. He just, he was, hmm. I love the fact that he sets him up, you know, uh, to, to help Hawkeye out. Because he doesn't want to, yeah. he knows Hawkeye's a good guy. He even says it many times that he's a good guy, that he wouldn't be a communist. And that he, you know, he's, he doesn't like Hawkeye. I mean, he has his choice words, but in, hmm. in the end, he knows Hawkeye's a good, a good surgeon, you know. Um, I like the whole bridge game at the beginning and, and uh, Hawkeye not really understanding how to play it. So he's, he goes through and he kind of riddles off all the cards he has uh, in kind of like a story. I'm reminded of a story. You probably heard it. The uh, king and queen of this country were playing golf with five clubs. Their son, Jack, remarked how strange it was that they only had two hearts between them. And just then, his sister, Little Ducey, and her dog, Trey, started singing, Four diamonds are a girl's best friend, whereupon the whole family beat her to death and buried her with two spades. That was fun. Flag was tolerable because of Charles in this episode. I felt like Flag find me... I'm saying that he's, it was... On his level. It's just, I don't know, something about Charles and Flag. it worked well. If Charles was in more yeah. Flag episodes, I probably would have liked him more. Yeah. Because yeah. Just... he still gets away. That's the weird thing, isn't it? He's, he's still, you still don't know where Flag goes. No, we don't. How no. does he get away? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I do, I love the fact that he gets his comeuppance, and we find out that this isn't the first time. You know, like, like, oh, Flag put us on another wild goose chase, you know, one of the MPs says, and then they leave. So we know Flag. I mean, I don't understand why he's still in the military. If this yes. is his, if this is his, his his way of doing things, you know. But no, I mean, I I I was shocked because at the very beginning of my notes, I I put "ug flag," explanation, 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 because I was like, <laughs> I am not a flag. Ep- oh god, a flag episode. But then as it went, I was like, oh, I'm actually liking this episode. Yeah. And I I like you said, it's Harry Morgan's directing, but it's also the fact that he's interacting with Charles. And Charles is just so good. He's such a different character than Frank. I mean, really different. He's a good foil. Oh, yeah. I love the fact that they, they can have this completely different character, but also still be a great foil like Frank was. Frank was a great foil for Hawkeye and, and BJ, or Trapper then and then BJ. But they're totally opposite characters. But they're still, mm. both characters work perfectly with the dynamic of the other two characters. Yeah. Uh, I just, I like that I just like that little interaction that they have. And um, it, it honestly, I'm shocked that I gave a flag episode an eight and I enjoyed <laughs> it. And I would watch this again. It was a yeah. fun episode. It was fun to see Charles get the better of him, you know? And like you said, that scene is one of the best scenes is when he plants the notes. And we don't know that we assume we don't know. And he's trying to figure it out. And he's like, Oh, there's a circle with two little arrows and, and flag is so <laughs> stupid. And dead, yeah. um, you know. And Charles is behind him, telling him everything. And then Flag says it two seconds later, like he discovered it. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it's just good. It's just fun. It's a fun episode. It's very, and I'm, I'm still, I. It's weird saying that about a Flag episode, but it was definitely a very enjoyable episode, and one that I could watch again and again. Which I don't say often about Flag. I don't say no. ever about a Flag episode. <laughs> yeah, but he was still pompous. I mean, I still, he was annoying. He's still an annoying character to me, but when he was... Yeah, it's like what you say, though, the fact that he still can get an MP to come, even though they know yes. that he's led them down the garden path several times. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, that's just for story-wise, but I don't know how the military would yeah. be able to operate that way 
knowing that, you know, unless Flag has done some good things that they're just not showing us, which I can't believe. Well, I mean, this is his first appearance in, I think, quite a, yeah. quite a few episodes, yeah. so he's got to have been doing something. I would assume, but we don't know. And I forgot, this was the very first time he meets up with Charles, too, because Charles doesn't know who he is. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, their first encounter is, is the best. It's just... It, it's it saved that character for me. It saved Flag. I mean, so I was very 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 happy with this episode. So yeah, I'm glad you gave it an eight too. <laughs> yeah, cool. Winchester, you're twelve seconds late. Oh, Colonel Flag, sorry, I didn't recognize you without your garbage can. Don't you have a dark one for evening? Did you bring me something? Yes, I did. My resignation. I will criticize Pierce. I will ridicule him. I will even humiliate him. But I will not spy on him. You won't do it. Gad, what intuition. Then he's your friend. Friend? I have no friends in Asia, only in Newport. Few in Martha's Vineyard. Winchester, you don't seem to recognize the gravity of this situation. At this point, if Pierce is tried, and you haven't proven non-complicity with him by complying with me, you'll be tried for complicity with him. You wouldn't dare. You'll just disappear. Ten years from now, Mummy will be sitting in Newport trying to remember who you were. No more Boston, no more Chowder, no more Red Sox. Who cares about the Red Sox? No more money. I believe you'd do it for laughs. All right, I'll try and find you something, and I hope you choke on it. You're a real weasel. I knew I could count on you. All right, let's go ahead and move on to some behind the scenes. As Meds already mentioned, this is the final appearance of Colonel Flag, which is sad because now I liked him. If he was more, now that Charles is part of it, bring on Flag. Yeah, no, let's not. Uh, <laughs> um, the title is from the movie Rally Round the Flag Boys from 1958 uh, and then we have a fun fact here for some reason the show could never get the time difference between South Korea and the United States the show continuously makes the mistake by saying that United States is 18 hours behind South Korea especially when the characters are talking about making a very long distance phone call however in reality the time difference is actually between 12 to 14 hours depending on daylight savings time. Mm. There you go. So they're not a day behind. They're about half a day. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right. Cards up and drop those hands. What the Sam Hill? I'm just going to ask who is dummy. Grab those cards. It's evidence. <laughs> speak English. I'll speak English. What is this idiocy about? You're spying. Spying? Very clever. Hiding under a house of cards while you plot the overthrow of the free world. We've got his guys, we might as well confess. I'm Joe Stalin. Mao Zedong, Marshal Tito, and you already know Lenin. What can I say? We couldn't get a room in the Kremlin. Oh, I'm sorry, Pierce. Didn't know you had company. Colonel Potter. We go now. Freeze, friend. This piece has a hair trigger, and I've got an itchy finger. Flag, put that thing down. I don't know how your nimble brain cooked up this goofy plot, but you just bought yourself a peck of trouble. Says the ringleader. Do you have any idea who these two gentlemen are? I'll get to that when I'm ready. All right. Who are you? I am Dupak. The mayor of Weejambu. And this is his baby brother, Hungpak, chief of police. Oh, that's right. I remember now. That's who they are. Colonel, I think you've made a little mistake. I never make little mistakes. You're going to lose your magic decoder ring for this one, Flag. Sorry, folks. Let's go. We should have known another one of Colonel Flagg's red herrings. Doesn't add up. But that map, the evidence... You, of all people, should know never to trust a North Korean. 
Flag, you'll pay for this right through your twitchy nose. I got a lot of big contacts at Icor. They'll fix your wagon. I see it now. This is bigger than all of you. This is a major conspiracy. And I'll get to the bottom of this even if I have to go right to the top. Flag, you nut! Colonel, now's our chance. Switch decks. Get a light on. He's gone. I don't think he was ever here. Just a bad dream we all had. All right, you can find MASH 4077 all over the internet. You can find us at Facebook, www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow me at Hawkeye Mids. You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. And if you're enjoying this podcast and want to make a donation, it would be much appreciated. You can either go to our main website and there is a PayPal button. Or you can go to patreon.com slash geekyfanboy. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash geekyfanboy. And you can become a monthly donator to our podcast. And remember, you can follow us on iTunes, direct download, or of course, from Stitcher Radio. Just search for MASH 4077 Podcast. All right, so that is going to do it for this episode. Surprisingly, we both enjoyed a flag episode. Yeah. But that was because of Charles. And it's his last one. And this, Yes, and you're happy the fact that this is his last one. This is a good episode for him to go out on. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm quite surprised, actually, that there's, there's a lot of our listeners who comment on our Facebook page. Uh, come and find us on Facebook. Uh, who like Flag. Yeah, and I actually, I can say I like him now. At least mm. in this episode. <laughs> well, I'm Kenny. And I'm Simon. And we'll be seeing you. My apologies to both of you. Can you imagine that rube thinking we were a spy ring? <laughs> Charles, you didn't have anything to do with this, did you? Me? Not a chance. Wouldn't waste my time. Unless, of course, I could get a good laugh out of him. <laughs> <laughs> you set him up! <laughs> I don't get it. The Major will explain while he plays. While he plays. That's right, Pierce. I want to partner with something up his sleeve. Thank you, Colonel. <clears throat> Gentlemen, it was an amazing story. The moment I set eyes on Colonel Flagg, I knew what had to be done. I had to find his weak spot. I did. Right above his neck. <laughs> that was a scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the newcomers podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the newcomer's podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com.
Hello, MASH fans. Now, as some of you know, myself and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and my podcast is called Waffle On Podcast, and we waffle on about classic films and television programs from around the world. So if that's your cup of tea or martini, then why don't you follow us over on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or, of course, from Podbean. You can find us at waffleon.podbean.com, and we would be honoured if you would join us. MASH 4077 Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0, United States license. All rights reserved. And then we have Jerry Fujikawa. That's going in the blooper reel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>